Oh, glory to God. I am so excited, everyone. Um, I hope you all are ready for today because Ezekiel, I just love the book of Ezekiel so much. This is Ezekiel part two. And I was just talking to one of my sisters here. This is a book of the Bible that's not touched on. They may only touch on one verse in Ezekiel, which most common would be the Valley of Dry Bones, which I am going to touch on today. But there's revelation, there's things in this word that is relatable to us right now. See, the one thing that Solomon once said, he said, there's nothing new under the sun. What has happened once will happen again and again, like, like even the this the stuff in the world that's happening now, this has happened before. Or something like this has happened before, you know. And I am a true believer of this because I used to be a history teacher. I, I still am, kind of. <laughs> Is that if you don't learn from history, you are bound to repeat it. And right now, that's what we're seeing. The reason why a lot of things are happening the same, there's no solutions, is because everyone keeps doing the same thing over and over again. But you know what? The Lord has a solution. I'm telling you the truth. The word of God, it is is real. It is here today. And I hope are you all excited and that you are ready for it. So we're going to go to Ezekiel 21. I'm going to pray, but I want you to go to Ezekiel 21 verse 1. Okay, so let us pray. Father, right now in the name of Yeshua, I come before you. I give you the highest praise, which is hallelujah. And Lord, I pray that you allow me to decrease so that you may increase anoint my lips of clay that I may be an oracle of God. Let nothing I say be of earthly wisdom, but be of everything of heaven and the spirit. Lord, I give you position I give you permission by the power of the Holy Spirit to possess my body and use it in any way that you see fit. Let my words be fire, the people would, and let them be consumed by it. And I pray, Lord, that you will remove the stones, that you will remove the thorns, that their hearts will be good ground, so that this word will fall on good soil and produce much fruit in their lives so that they will lack nothing in their destiny. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Lord, just have your way in this place. Be loosed right now. Holy Spirit, my friend, give them wisdom, give them revelation. It's in Yeshua's mighty name, I do pray, while the presence of the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, Baruch Atah Adonai HaEl HaKadosh, and my prayer partners in agreement said with me, amen, amen, and amen. All right, so we are in Ezekiel 21. Wow. So let's read this real quick, verse 1. And it says, and the word of the Lord came unto me, saying, now, again, who is the word of the Lord? This is Yeshua in disguise, okay? Yes, it's, it, it, whenever you see in Ezekiel, and the word of the Lord came unto me, first off, how can a word come to you? Like, how does a word present itself to you? You know, words don't do that. So it's, so it's saying, and the word of the Lord came unto me, that's Yeshua in disguise, okay? And again, for those who don't understand, Go read John. 
In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God, and the Word became flesh. That's literally John introducing Yeshua in the Old Testament. Whenever the prophets said in the Word of the Lord, and and again, you have to understand that Yeshua is, uh, yes, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of prophecy, but the word talks about how the true spirit of prophecy is of Yeshua. It's Yeshua or Jesus. Okay. I, so I want everyone to bear with me now that we understand that. Let's move on. And the word of the Lord came unto me saying, son of man, set thy face toward Jerusalem and drop thy word toward the holy places and prophesy against the land of Israel. Uh-oh. But hold on now. A lot of people, when a prophet has to prophesy against a land or against a location, it, it it's it, it people have that bad feeling or it's a bad thing. That is not true. God's plan and purpose is always to save. And you will see what I'm talking about in a minute. Glory to God. So look at here. It says, and drop thy word toward the holy place and prophesy against the land of Israel and say to the land of Israel, thus saith the Lord, behold, I am against thee and will draw forth my sword out of his sheath and will cut off from thee the righteous and the wicked. Seeing then that I will cut off from thee the righteous and the wicked, therefore shall my sword go forth out of his sheath against all flesh from the south to the north, that all flesh may know that I, the Lord, have drawn forth my sword out of his sheath. It shall not return any more. Sigh, therefore, thou son of man, with the breaking of thy loins and with bitterness, sigh before their eyes. And it shall be when they say unto thee, Wherefore sighest thou, that thou shalt answer for the tidings, because it cometh. And every heart shall melt, and all hands shall be feeble, and every spirit shall faint, and all knees shall be weak as water. Behold, it cometh, and shall be brought to pass, saith the Lord God. Oh, I feel the power of the Holy Spirit. Let me tell y'all something. The sword of the Lord. The sword of the Lord is again Yeshua, but it's Yeshua in a different context. Okay, so the word of the Lord, because the more you understand the titles of the Holy Spirit and the titles of Yeshua, you are revealed his character, his nature, his heart. I hope everyone is with me so far. So here it's saying the word, the sword of the Lord. Well, what is the word of God called? It's called the sword of the spirit. So if Yeshua is the word and the word is Yeshua, so there is a, and plus, why would he refer to his sword as his? Yah, yah ain't talking to me. And the Lord, his sheath, and will cut off from thee the righteous and the wicked. Let me tell you something. He's saying Yeshua is going to separate who is with us and who is against us, which means that the only one who dictates who goes to the next level with God will be Yeshua. This is literally a heads up. God is literally telling the Israelites, it doesn't matter if you're an Israelite anymore. It's not going to matter whether you're born of Abraham or not. 
It's only going to matter if you side with Yeshua and Yeshua's judgment. Oh, come on. I hope everyone is with me. Because this is the key I want you to understand here. And it shall be when they say, Seven, unto thee, wherefore sighest thou, that thou shalt answer for the tidings, because it cometh, and every heart shall melt. Let me tell you something. This verse can also be used to explain getting slain in the spirit. What? First off, why is it called being slain in the spirit? What does a sword do? It slays. When the true presence and spirit and power of God comes in. That's what happens. For those who've been slain in the spirit, you know what I'm talking about. Your knees get weak. You 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 just fall out. It ain't even like somebody pushed you. It's just like, oh, something hits you. Your legs get weak. Your heart just goes, oh my. And you just fall out. And then those who've been slain in the spirit, you know exactly what I'm talking about. You can't get up afterwards. When you down, you down for a minute. So it says, shall be feeble and every spirit shall faint. But how many of you know that sometimes when you get slain in the spirit, that's when people receive their miracles. Why? Because every spirit faints. I've seen people get slain in the spirit, get healed of sickness, get healed of disease. Why? Every spirit faints. Come on, somebody. This is the word of God validating Yeshua. But this is something you have to understand. Again, the word of the Lord came unto me saying... Eight, son of man, prophesy and say, thus saith the Lord, say, a sword, a sword is sharpened and also furnace. It is sharpened to make a sword slaughter. It is furbished. It may glitter. Shall we then make mirth? It contemneth the rod of my son as every tree, and he hath given it to be furnished, furbished. That it may be handled. This sword is sharpened and it is furbished to give it into the land of the slayer. Come on, somebody. I want people to understand this. The word of the Lord is a sword. But a lot of people have used the sword to hurt people. It is a legit sword. It will hurt people. It will save people. It's all about how you use it. And unfortunately, a lot of people in the church, you were never trained how to use the sword of the spirit. You were never trained to use it. That's why there's so much church hurt and why there's so much confusion is because you don't know how to use a sword. The sword is a dangerous weapon. This is the most dangerous weapon on the planet. Bump a nuclear bomb. This is the most dangerous weapon on the planet. Because this is the only weapon that can affect not only the physical, but also the spiritual. That's why it says the sword of the spirit, it cuts deep. It's a two-edged sword. It goes down into the marrow, to the bone. 
It separates the flesh and the spirit. That's what it's talking about. The Lord has drawn his sword and it is about to strike this nation once again. That is what the Lord is saying to me. I have drawn my sword and I am about to strike your nation once again. I am about to separate those who are with me, those who are not. I am about to wield up. I am about to train up my army to walk in the spirit, to use my sword to bring deliverance and freedom to the people and not hurt to the people. The Lord is saying, when you read my scriptures and you see that I'm speaking against something, know that I, not all of us are in the same category. When I speak against a land, it is to save my people, saith the Lord. I have spoken against Israel. I have spoken against the United States. But my love for you has not changed. I will save you again if you call on my name, saith the Lord. I sent my son as a sword. That's why some of you have been having more dreams, more visitations, more encounters. Some of you are starting to wake up and becoming more serious. Is because the Lord says it is time for the army to get ready to mobilize. But you must learn how to use this sword to take down the kingdom of darkness. Glory to God. You must use the sword to take down the kingdom of darkness. You must use the sword to bring deliverance. That's what it's for. Y'all ain't talking to me today. I hope y'all are with me. Let's move on. I'm going to come back to that part in a minute. Let's go to Ezekiel 34. 34, 11. Oh, I hope you all are ready for this. Are you there? Ezekiel 34, verse 11. Oh, look at this. For thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out. Here it is. God is saying again, I am going to separate who's with me, who's not. Who listens to me, who's 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 listening to me, who is not listening to me. Who is speaking my word and who is not. A lot of churches, a lot of prophets, you are about to be revealed, says the Lord. Whether you're good, whether you're bad, you are about to be revealed. And I've seen some bad prophets lately. 
Don't get mad at me. The Spirit of the Lord said that. Don't. <laughs> that wasn't me. As a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day, that he is among his sheep that are scattered, so will I seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of all places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. Hmm. What's Corona? What's Biden as president? That's right. I said it. I don't care. Can none of y'all say since he's been president, things in this nation got better? If that's a shot at a president, I don't care. I'm in the world. I'm not of it. I come as only a representative of the kingdom of God. Look at this. In the cloudy and dark day. But what did he say he would do? Seek out my sheep and will deliver deliver them. Out of all places where they have been scattered. Who here has been scattered? Who here has felt scattered? What happened when you were shut up in your house? You were separated. Ugh. You were separated from all your friends and all your family. Some people up and left their area and went to a whole nother location. Y'all ain't talking to me. In the cloudy and dark day, right now the Lord is saying, I am the good shepherd. And all I'm doing, my sheep know my voice. And I'm separating my sheep from the goats. Oh, yes. And let me tell you something. The Lord wants me to say this. And as the good shepherd, I know where to send my sheep. I know where to send them. Where they can get fed. Where they can be taken care of. So some churches you about to lose a lot of membership. Because the good shepherd's about to take some of his flock. Some of you pastors you've been wolves in sheep clothing. You have been turning the church into a glorified social club. And not a base for the kingdom of God. God is about to take some of your membership. God is about to take... Most of your membership, and I'm talking about mega churches. I'm talking about pastors that that you will know. You'll see them on TV. You'll see them somewhere. You are about to lose something because God is saying, I have had it. You have deceived my sheep long enough. There have been those who have been crying out to me, but they are in the wrong place. They are in the wrong situation. I am going to deliver them, and I will show them their next location. I will show them the proper places to get fed. Let me tell you something. One of uh, someone who I talked to yesterday, glory to God, said that they felt led by the Holy Spirit to partner with the ministry called KPG. The KPG is the ministry that I am the head of. She said the Holy Spirit told me to partner with you. I didn't ask her. I didn't say anything. 
She called me, asked me to interpret a dream. I interpreted the dream. I told her what the Lord wanted her to know. She said, the Holy Spirit told me to partner with you. That's what this is talking about. The good shepherd is going to expand Agios. He's going to expand KPG. Receive the word of the Lord. Because you are a place where the sheep will be fed. Where the sheep will be taken care of. But let me tell you something. Though the Lord will provide the sheep. How many of you know the shepherd don't make sheep? Sheep make sheep. You must learn to be disciples. I ain't saying be a disciple of me. I'm talking about a disciple of Yeshua. And make disciples. And have those disciples make disciples. Y'all ain't talking to me. Let me go. And I will bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries and will bring them to their own land and feed them upon the mountains of Israel by the rivers and in all the inhabited places of the country. What does that mean? Bring them to their own land. Did you know that in the spirit it's one place? Yeah, I Holy Spirit, give them revelation, please. That's why when all of us are in the spirit together, when we're all worshiping together, it doesn't matter if I'm in Virginia, you in Florida, you in North Carolina, you in Baltimore, you you can be in Timbuktu for all that matters. When you're in the spirit and you are with the Lord, It's like you're all in the same place at the same time. You will all get the same message at the same time. It is amazing to me how so many times when my sisters here, Sister Martha, Sister Marnie can attest. When we're all in the spirit, it's like we're all in the same place, though we be far apart and we be walking different paths. But when we come into the spirit, it's like we're all in one place. That's what it's like to their own land. Yes, God is talking about Israel, but you must understand God is so prophetic in nature that he's saying this land is not only physical, this land is spiritual. How many of you know that the Garden of Eden was not only a physical place, it was a spiritual place. That's why you can't get there anymore. Y'all missed that. It was a physical and a spiritual place where the physical and the spiritual were one. God has given us the same ability by the Holy Spirit to be yes in the physical, but to still be spiritual. It says you are seated in heavenly places. I need someone to hear the word of the Lord today. It says you are seated in heavenly places. It says, by his blood, he hath made us kings and priests unto God. I don't see a crown on me in the physical, but I bet you there's a crown on me in the spirit. Right now, I'm wearing this shirt. But I've had many a test 
in the spirit. I'm wearing a white robe. Physical, spiritual. But you must understand first things are spiritual, then they are physical. Write that down. First things are spiritual, then they are physical. Let me move on. I will feed them in a good pasture and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their foal be. There, there shall they lie in a good field and in a fat plus uh, pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. I will feed my flock and I will cause them to lie down, saith the Lord. Glory to God. Are you seeing that? Are you seeing that? As the shepherd, this is his promise. Even David understood. How is it that Ezekiel is getting the same revelation that David got? Because they're all in one place. Y'all ain't, y'all ain't talking to me. They were all in one place. They were all talking to the same person. Why is Yeshua revealing to Ezekiel? See, let me tell you something. How many in a court case, how many witnesses do you need in order to build a case? Just one, right? You only need just one person in order to build a case. I think it's so funny. Because Yeshua mentioned in John. John said, and I hope people are understanding this. And John, and this is powerful. In John, Yeshua says, I am the good shepherd. And yes, he's talking about Psalms 23. But he's also talking about Ezekiel 34. He's saying, go back. And you can look in the prophets. And in the book of the kings. My nature has not changed. I am the good shepherd in the Old Testament. I am the good shepherd in the New Testament. I am the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. Now, it's only about whether you believe me or not. Glory to God. Do you believe or do you not believe? Because my evidence is in the very law that you say you believe. The evidence that I am. Yeshua, that I am the Messiah. This is what the Lord is saying. Somebody ain't calling himself the Messiah. Please understand this. The Lord is saying, you can look anywhere you want. You will still see my nature. I was the good shepherd in the old. I'm the good shepherd in the new. And I will do the same thing every time. (sighs) 
But how do you know the benefits? See, everybody wants, everybody wants to call the Lord the good shepherd. You don't even know what that means. That means in times of trouble, in times of affliction, all I need to do is run to the good shepherd. The good shepherd will make sure that I'm seated in where? The high mountains. Why in the mountains? So that the enemy can't get you. Wolves don't climb mountains. When was the last time you seen a wolf climb a mountain? When was the last time you saw... Come on now, y'all ain't talking to me. Even birds of prey, certain birds of prey can't reach a certain point on a mountain. See, I love how God does things physical but also spiritual. Because he knows we only have 10% of our brain. And I thank God that I enjoyed Animal Planet so much when I was a kid. <laughs> because that's how I learned all these animal facts. Because how many of you know God will reveal things of himself, even in animals. He said that in the scriptures. He said, look at the ant, you sluggard. He said, the righteous are as bold as lions. He said, the enemy is like a lion looking for whom he may destroy. That wise old serpent, the devil, come on somebody. He's using animals to, so that you will understand that the way these animals are, I put a little of myself in them. Why do you think that the Holy Spirit, one of his symbols is a dove? Why do you think the apostles, a true apostle symbol, is the lion? Not because the, the lion is cool. Heck, a tiger is bigger than a lion. But a lion is majestic. A lion is a king. You, you will never see a lion look like he don't own the place. And those who watch Animal Planet, you again, you should know what I'm talking about. You, you see that lion walk around the safari. His head ain't down. He ain't like... Mm. His head is up. And he walks like he owns the place. Even if he's about to go take a nap. He walks like he owns the place. Because he does. Y'all ain't talking to me. He's ready to fight. He's ready to defend. He's ready, he's ready to go to war. He's ready to protect what's his. And yet... Y'all want to talk about the church, want to talk about how righteous you are, and yet you ain't willing to fight for the nation. You ain't lions. You kitty cats. Let me move on. Some of y'all know what I wanted to say, but I can't because I'm sanctified. <laughs> Glory to God. Is everyone with me? Come on now. Are, 
Are y'all done or or y'all want some more? Go on. I am so excited. Let's go to Ezekiel 37, the verse that every preacher preaches about at least once in their careers. I feel the anointing right now. I feel the presence of God. Lift your hands in the Holy Ghost. God is releasing something. God is doing something right now for those who are listening right now. Some of you have been weary. Some of you have been heavy laden. The Lord said, come to me, all those who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Rest in the Lord right now. Let the word not only encourage you, but let the word enter your heart. Feed right now in his pasture. Right now. Receive the love and warmth of the Lord. So we're at Ezekiel 37. Now let's go to one. The hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the spirit of the Lord and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones. Now right here. Hand of the Lord. Now the father's involved. See, before, and this is what Yeshua was trying to teach his disciples. Before you can deal with the Father, you must first learn to deal with Yeshua. You must learn to talk with Yeshua. You must learn to listen to Yeshua. When Yeshua sees that you can handle him, he will then allow you to work with the Father. Ezekiel was before it would say what? And the word of the Lord came unto me. And the word of the Lord came unto me. Now it says the hand of the Lord. So now the father's hand is in the midst. Come on somebody. You need all three in order to have a healthy spiritual life. But you cannot just stop at Yeshua. People think because oh I'm having you know such a good time. I love Yeshua. I love it. Okay, but have you encountered the Father yet? No, then you're stagnant in your relationship. You gotta get to the Father. Even Yeshua said that no man cometh to the Father except what? Through me. He even tells his disciples, You will ask me nothing, but instead you will be able to go to my Father. Holy Spirit, give them revelation. And this is why the Holy Spirit is important because the Holy Spirit is the connection to the Son and to the Father. It says, And the hand of the Lord was upon me and carried me out in the Spirit of the Lord. In the Spirit of the Lord is the Holy Spirit or Rock Hakadosh, as it's called in the Hebrew. And if I butchered that, please forgive me. But Rock Hakadosh also means the breath. So the Holy Spirit that's inside of you gives you access to the deeper things of God, even the visitations. But it also is a realm 
It's a place that you can get into. The Holy Spirit creates a realm, creates an atmosphere. That's why in John, if you read in the Jewish Bible, it says he was in the Ruach HaKadosh when Yeshua comes to him. He's in the Holy Spirit. So it's not enough for the Holy Spirit to be in you. You must also be in the Holy Spirit. Right now, just ask the Holy Spirit to shift your atmosphere right now. Just say, Lord, shift my atmosphere right now in the name of Yeshua. Give him permission because he's working right now. I'm going to go deeper, which was full of bones and caused me to pass by them round about. And behold, there were very many in the open valley and lo, they were very Dry, which means that this these bones ain't have nothing to them. These bones ain't even have water. There wasn't even a drop of water on these bones. There was no moisture. There was nothing. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. I love Ezekiel. Now, no, I'm not going to say the same line from the scene of Diary of a Mad Black Woman. Some of you know what I'm talking about. No, I'm not going to say the same thing. You know what I love about God is when he asks a question, he already knows the answer. Go sit down somewhere, flesh creature. That's not, that's not why God asked him that. God asked him, can these bones live? Was because he was trying to teach him how to be a life bringer. He was teaching him how to work with him. He was teaching him how to turn him into a little G God. A junior God. God was trying to say. Get out of the dimension. Of is this possible or not. And into the realm of the impossible. Enter the same realm Moses went into. Enter the same realm Elijah went into. Enter the same realm Joshua went into. Enter the same realm David went into. Ezekiel it is your turn. Enter into the realm. God is saying the same thing. Get ready to enter into the realm of glory. Into the realm of the impossible. Into the realm where the impossible is possible. What is impossible with man is possible with God. Can these bones live? And Ezekiel said, God, I don't know. Only you know that. He passed the test. Because he's, he didn't say no. It's too many of us. God has said something to us. God has revealed something to us. And our because of our ignorance. And because of our lack of faith and belief. We said no. But instead. 
Ezekiel said, when God said, can these bones live? He said, only you know that. He said, this is not based on me. It's based on you. Because I know all things are possible with you. Stop saying no to God and say all things are possible with you. I don't care how dark and grim the nation looks. God can turn anything around. I don't care how broken and messed up your family is. God can turn it around. I don't care what financial difficulty you're in. God can turn it around. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Can these bones live? And I answer, O Lord God, thou knowest. Ezekiel wasn't foolish. He didn't try to base it off of his understanding. He said, Lord, this is in your realm. This is only in the realm of what you know. Because I certainly ain't never seen this before. How many of you know that God is about to do some things that you ain't never seen before? My question is, it's already being set in motion. My question is, are you ready for it? And if you're not ready, you better get ready. I told you, I come different. And he said unto me, because God was pleased with his answer. So now he sees he's ready to learn how to do things his way. And he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones. Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you and ye shall live. Because how many of you know God is the God of life, not death? Yeshua said that. That was one of the first things Yeshua taught me face to face. He said, Simba, my father is the God of life, not death. I never heard that before in my life. But then he showed me in the scripture where it was. It's a shame. I've been in church for many years. And it was only when I was 24 years old. That was the first time I ever heard that God was the God of life, not death. So what the heck was I learning from the time I was seven until that time? I was learning Bible stories. I wasn't learning who the father really was. I wasn't learning who Yeshua really was. I wasn't learning how to have a fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Some of you churches, you're going to pay for that. Oh, come on and teach right there. Look at this. He says, enter into you and ye shall live. And I will lay sinews upon you and will bring up flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you. And ye shall live and ye shall know that I am the Lord. So I prophesied as I was commanded. You see what that is? This man ain't even seen nothing yet. God is telling him, speak what you want to have happen. 
saying basically he's saying bones connect flesh grow Ugh. he's he's saying speak to the bones how many of you know God made you like him you can speak to your situations you can speak to your adversities you can tell them the word of the Lord and it has to obey it Come on now. You ain't talking to me. There was a noise and behold a shaking and the bones came together. Bone to his bone. Let me tell you something. Because God created it, God still has command over it. So when he hands over the keys to Ezekiel, he's saying, Ezekiel, do what I did in the beginning. Do what I did. Speak. Speak. Do what Joshua did. Speak. Say what I'm telling you to say. And watch what I'll do. In fact, the beauty of it is. God didn't even say that. God is saying that, yeah, I'll do it. But these bones are adhering to the word of the Lord. They're obeying what the Lord said. Flesh upon you and cover you with skin and put breath in you. Now, hold on. So I prophesy as I was commanded. And as I prophesied, there was a noise and behold, a shaking. There was a noise in the shaking. <coughs> what happened on the day of Pentecost when the church was born? There was a noise and a shaking. What happened when the apostles came together on one accord and they prayed and they said, Lord, fill us with all boldness to declare your word, to do signs and wonders in your name, to be your hands, to be your feet. What happened when they prayed that prayer? The Lord says in the word that there was a noise and a shaking. There are things that are the nature of the Father. I tell you the truth that when the church becomes the glorious church, when they start walking in the glory, when they start fellowshipping with the Father, Son, and Holy Ghost, there will be a noise and a shaking. God is consistent. There was a noise and a shaking. Look at this. Behold a shaking and the bones came together bone to his bone. So these weren't bones going to random bones. These were bones going exactly where they were supposed to. They were going to the rightful owners. How many of you, God doesn't make your situations turn around randomly. He puts it exactly the way it's supposed to be put. That's why you must speak the word of the Lord. Y'all ain't talking to me. And when I beheld, lo, the sinews in the flesh came up upon them and the skin covered them above, but there was no breath in them. Uh-oh, so there was one piece missing. So the bones are connected. Everything is coming together. But, and the flesh is back on. But there's something missing. Then said he unto me, 
Who is this? The Lord. Prophesy unto the wind. Prophesy, son of man. And say to the wind, thus saith the Lord God, come from the four winds, O breath, and breathe upon these slain that they may live. So I prophesied as he commanded me, and the breath came into them, and they lived and stood up upon their feet in exceeding great army. Then he said unto me, Son of man, these bones are the whole house of Israel. Behold, they say, our bones are dried and our hope is lost. We are cut off for our parts. Therefore prophesy and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Behold, O my people, I will open your graves and cause you to come up out of your grave and bring you into the land of Israel. And ye shall know that I am the Lord when I have opened your grave, O my people, and brought you up out of your graves and shall put my spirit in you and ye shall live and I shall place you in your own land and shall ye know that I, the Lord, have spoken it and performed it, saith the Lord. God said, not only am I saying this to you, I have already done it. This is so powerful. Why is this so powerful? Prophesy. Prophesize. Speak the words of the Lord. Speak the word of the Lord over your neighborhood. Speak the word of the Lord over your church. Speak the word of the Lord over your household. Speak the word of the Lord over your children. Speak the word of the Lord. Speak. One of the things that the devil has done, he made people afraid to speak. Speak the word of the Lord. Speak. Because why? Because look at what the Lord says. These people that are out here, even in the church, you are valley of dry bones. You have no hope. You have no expectation. You haven't experienced the word of God as living water. You are vanished. You are dying. And the Lord is telling those who are already filled with his spirit. Speak the word of the Lord to them. And watch as I bring dead bones back to life. Watch as those who are dead in their sin, they come out of their graves. Come on, somebody. God wants to get people out of their graves. And yes, I'm not just talking about spiritually. I'm talking physically. Isn't that one of the charges Yeshua said? Heal the sick, raise the dead, cast out devils. Cast out devils is third. Some of us, we haven't even mastered heal the sick yet. 
and we act like raising the dead, it's the same thing. Oh, no, that's, I got to fast for 21 days. I got to do this. No, you need to do what the Lord says at the time he says it. If you want to see the dead be raised, then learn the name and power of the name Yeshua. Learn who he has made you to be. You are not defeated. You are not just merely your name. The Lord wants me to say that some of you are like, I can't do anything special because no one has really told you you could do anything uber spectacular or anything like that. But God is saying that it's not about what the people have said to you. It's about what I have said about you. And what I have said, you are my children. You are a child of the Most High. You are an inheritor of not only of what I have, you are inheritor of me myself. You are inheritor of my nature. You are inheritor of my heart. You are inheritor of my mind. You are inheritor to be my mouthpiece on the earth. You can walk in the same realm Ezekiel walked in, Moses walked in, Elijah walked in, Paul walked in, Peter walked in, even the very son himself, Yeshua. You can walk in that same realm if you will just believe and walk with me. Receive and believe the word of the Lord. What is happening in Israel? God is putting the pieces back together. What God is doing in this nation right now, he's putting the dry bones together and a mighty army is being raised up. To do what? To take this land, to take this, to take our family, to take back an entire generation from the hands of the enemy. To take an entire generation. Every nation, every tongue will experience the power, will experience the kingdom of God. I believe that's all I have for this, but I want you right now, <clears throat> lift your hands in the Holy Ghost. And I tell you, in Ezekiel, it also mentions God's glory returning. And God's glory does not fully return to the temple until they have gotten everything in order. Until they have learned the order. But how many of you know that God can use you as a glory center if you know how to align yourself right with Yeshua? That's why Yeshua is the hope of glory. You can encounter the glory of God simply by yielding and fellowshipping with Yeshua. And with the Holy Spirit that's inside of you. I tell you the truth. God 
wants to turn some of you. God doesn't want to just turn your situations around. God wants to turn your hearts around. Because some of you still have scab wounds. Some of you still have stony hearts. I'm talking, hey, I'm talking to myself too, but I'm talking to people right now. This isn't to bring out anyone. This isn't to put anyone to shame. This is whatever you need from the Lord. If you want the Lord to transform and touch your heart, ask him to do that right now. Because right now I see God is transforming hearts right now because the heart is the most valuable thing to him. God wants to transform minds. God wants to do something in your life today. He wants to do it today. But he is a gentleman. He will not force himself. He will do it only if you ask him to do it. He will only turn your heart around if you ask him to do it right now. Ask the Lord to make your heart valuable to him. Ask him to wash it in the blood. And right now you confess what is in your heart right now to him. I'm about to pray, but right now, as even as I pray, I want you to confess your heart. The things that he is revealing by the Holy Spirit, I want you to let those go. I want you to say, Lord, I place it at your altar. Lord, get this out of me. If it's bitterness, if it's hatred, if it's unforgiveness. Well, Simba, I don't hate anybody. Okay. Do you dislike someone? Well, yeah. Well, get rid of it. Because that little dislike you have for someone is hatred. Don't equate what someone has done to the person. I don't like certain things people do. That doesn't mean that I don't like the person. I just don't like what they do and I let them know. But it's not to cause harm or hurt. Some of us have attitude problems. This is what the Lord is showing me. I'm just going by what the Spirit of the Lord is showing. Some of us have attitude problems. Some of us can't accept correction. Some of us don't really know how to give correction. Some of us can be very offensive. And some of us can be very defensive. You must let that go. I'm not saying God is about to turn you into a kumbaya punk. For some reason, the Lord also wants me to address that. God doesn't want to turn you into some kumbaya punk. He wants to turn you into the image of his son. And believe me, Yeshua is no punk. He wants to make you like him. Full of love, full of mercy, full of grace but also someone who walks and speaks with unbelievable power. 
Right now, Father, in the name of Yeshua, I just give you the highest praise, which is hallelujah. And Lord, right now, I just lift up all these people before you right now. I decree and declare right now that the kingdom of God is here, that the kingdom of God is at hand. I pray right now, Lord, by the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, my friend, be released onto the people right now. Touch, Lord, their hearts. Lord, touch their minds. Lord, touch their bodies right now, Lord. I pray, Holy Spirit, my friend, that you will just fill them up right now. But Lord, I also pray, Lord, that they will submit to you right now. Shift the atmosphere right now. I release right now angels from Michael's quarters right now into their lives. I release right now apostolic angels from Gabriel's quarters to be released into their lives. Lord, I pray right now that the gates of heaven will open over their lives. I pray right now that the gates of heaven will open, that you will release, Lord, not only your blessings, but Lord, that you will release your glory right now. I pray, Lord, that you will start to reveal to these people right now their destiny, their purpose, what it is that you have put them on the earth to do. I pray, Lord, that you will give them a a, a greater desire for the word of God, a greater desire for your presence, a greater desire to fellowship with you. I pray, Lord, that they will learn how to use the sword of the spirit properly, that they will learn to use their words more carefully, that they will speak the word of the Lord to the to not only their situations, but that they will speak the word of the Lord to themselves, reminding them of who they are in you. I pray right now, Lord, be released right now. Resurrection power, resurrection glory is being released right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for your healing power that is being released right now. Those who are being healed right now in the body, whatever it is, you're being healed of it right now in the name of Yeshua. The Lord is doing it right now. The Lord is turning around people's hearts right now. God, give them new hearts. Give them pure hearts. Give them hearts full of your mercy. Give them hearts covered by your grace. Give them goodness in heart. And give them the love of Christ. Filled. Let the love of Christ fill their hearts. And let the epistles be written in their hearts right now. Thank you, Lord, for doing it right now. Thank you, Lord. Those who are who have family members and friends that are on their hearts right now, you know what they are, Lord. Release right now by the power of the Holy Spirit. Healing, deliverance, breakthrough, miracles right now. Thank you, Father. And right now, in the name of Yeshua, yes, the Lord is doing something. Yes. I come against all works of the enemy. Every trap, every snare. 
every offense, everything that is of the kingdom of darkness, it is cast out now in the name of Yeshua. It is bound and rebuked right now. Spirits of death and hell is canceled and dismantled now. It's driven out now in the name of Yeshua and by the finished work of the cross. And I plead the blood over all of you right now. It is sealed by the blood and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. It's in Yeshua's mighty name, I do pray, while the presence of the Comforter, the Holy Spirit, Baruch atah Adonai Ha'el HaKadosh. For thine is the kingdom, power, and glory forever and ever. And my prayer partners and friends said with me, because they believed and received it, say amen, amen, and amen. Glory to God forever.